Joining me as always, Dayon Dunlap. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well, man. Doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I can't complain. So let's get right into it, starting with the men's basketball season, who had their season come to an end this past Saturday, this past Friday. I'm confusing my days. This past Friday evening in Kansas City, losing to a red-hot Miami Hurricanes team that went on to beat Texas in early day, and now they're going to be playing here in Houston in the Final Four against UConn and will be competing for a national championship. But, Deion, just we've had a few days to process the end of the season, just in totality, the season as a whole. You know, the overall record, 33-4. and four. They got to the Sweet 16. Obviously, they wish they would have been able to advance much farther. But in totality, won the American Athletic Conference regular season title for the final time in that conference. And obviously, they had um, Marcus Sasser, who came back and, you know, for all intents and purposes, was able to put together a solid season for him. And most importantly for him, he was able to stay healthy for the duration. Obviously, we know he had the groin issue um, during the conference semifinals against Cincinnati that kind of lingered into the tournament. But in, in terms of any long-term issues, he was able to stay healthy. Tremont Mark with the shoulder injury, and he, that seems like that's in the rearview mirror. And then, of course, Jarvis Walker, who is officially declared for the NBA draft, and he'll be pursuing his dream this next few weeks and in, into the next few months to turn into June. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't wait to see um, what his future entails, I think. Um, you referenced Jairus, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, and I, um, just looking at his time with Houston in, in his one season, up and down roller coaster. But overall, I think he will leave an impact in Houston in regards to how he impacted the season, the run they was able to make. And so um, I think – he like a lot of coups that we see, he'll be returned to Houston a lot, show his face whenever he has the time because it's a family. And I think he, he really um, his game got better throughout the season. I think he started to uh, be more reliable on the defensive end, especially down the stretch in his shot blocking his ability to guard um, one through five. And so. I really think – I'm sure that he would say as well that he enjoyed his time in Houston and he got better overall. And he got what he wanted in regards to being Coach Hart from Coach Sampson. No, definitely one of the things that Jarris Walker said during the locker room after the loss was that he felt that the program here at Houston helped them to really prepare for the next level. And he was straightforward. He said that's the reason that he came to Houston to get him prepared to play in the NBA. And he said that he feels that being able to have that edge, that grit, and and just consistently being able to work hard and, and have that hard hat on is kind of the direct quote that Jarris Walker said is something that was instilled in him by Coach Calvin Sampson. He's going to carry – that into the NBA now kind of sticking with Walker and we talked about it a little bit after the in in the final Letrich Cruz of, of the of the regular of the postseason of the season in general but you know there's some mock drafts that have them as high as a top five pick there's others most have them as a consensus lottery pick I think when it comes to Walker I'm curious to get your thoughts on this in terms of him being able to reach his true potential I feel like he, he needs to go into a situation where it's and obviously all our lottery teams, so all those teams are going to have an issue, but that has a very stable, stable coaching staff and where he can come in. He doesn't necessarily have to have a lot of pressure of, of turning a franchise around. I don't think he'll be 
ready to be able to do that right off the gates. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. I don't think he's a Paolo Vencaro type of player who comes in and has an immediate impact. He's probably going to be rookie of the year. I'm not saying he can't reach um, that, but I don't think he's going to come in and have that immediate impact like Paolo did, who was the number one overall pick. But um, I definitely agree with that. I think he, I think he could go to a young team, potentially like Orlando and jail with young players and not have that responsibility of being the guy and turning the franchise around. So it's all about fits, but as long as he goes to the right place, I, I like his game. He reminds me of a few different players in the NBA. Uh, uh, Jeremy Grant from when he was at Syracuse was primarily a post player. I think Jerry's way farther along than Jeremy was when he was at Syracuse, but the way Jeremy developed right now, I think Jerry's compl- I mean, um, it's a good comparison between him can shoot the three, can guard one through five, um, depending on a matchup, really one through four, can play some three, can knock down threes and play make. And you see how Jeremy um, Grant for Portland right now has, has played through the last couple of seasons. Also, kind of reminds me of Bam Adebayo. Bam's way he he can get the ball off the rebound, push, push the pace, the tempo. And he's an undersized post player that can guard on the wing, has been um, nominated for defensive player of the year a few times and actually feel like he could have won. So I think Jared's game will translate better in the NBA. The floor is more spread. He'll be able to have uh, more room to operate and make more plays. I think it's just about being more consistent. And that'll grow with time as he continues to develop, continues to get more basketball experience. Oh, Jeremy Grant's a great comparison because especially yeah. body-wise, it seems like they're yep. very similar mm-hmm. in that aspect. And just looking at the the bottom-tier teams in the NBA currently, I think if you look at the West, funny enough, I think if he were to go to Portland, that would be a great spot for him. But I'm looking at the East. I agree with you about Orlando. It looks like they're heading in the in the right direction with, with the mm-hmm. momentum they've had. And like you said, they drafted Bancaro last season. But even a team like Indiana, if he would potentially, you know, depending on how the lottery pans out, with Rick Carlisle, I think that would be the great type yeah. of system to be able to continue to develop. And I feel it would be similar to kind of what he experienced here in Houston. Yeah, I, I like Indiana. You look, you pair him with um, Holland Burton, the point guard, pass first point guard, and you you got Buddy Hill and their center Miles Turner, who's a, a stretch five. I think that both of those teams I really like, and young players who they can mold with. You see NBA teams have success when they build through the draft, and although Holland Burton was traded to the Pacers, but he's still a fairly young player in his, in his career who has all-star potential. And so as long as he has the ability to gel with young players and they continue to build that chemistry, their camaraderie together, I, I really like um, Jarris's future. I, th- I think he's going to have a, a bright future. I think he's a potential all-star. just depends on how his career pans out. depends on the fit where he goes to. But I think he definitely has a bright future for sure. And the last thing I want to touch on, Walker, um, like I mentioned, he he did officially declare he's going to go for the NBA draft. Like I said, he had high praise for, for Houston and how they were able to really develop him and prepare him for the NBA. But looking at some UH fans, I don't want to get too much into the rabbit hole, but they feel like he could have shown more. Do you think that there's some truth to that? Or do you think it's just, hey, this was the role that he was brought in to have under this team with, I mean, the leaders were going to be Marcus Sasser and Jamal Shedd, and he just had to be a cog in the system. And like you said, it could be different once he does get to that next level. I think he could have showed more. I think there are games where we could have featured him more, like last year when Marcus and Tremont we down, we went primarily to a, um, an inside-out team. So I think in certain matchups he, he could have done more, but 
overall, I mean, it's just his freshman season. He was, what, 18, 19 years old. And so he was still learning as he was getting that experience. But I, I can see some instances where I, I think he could have done more and could have produced more if he would have had the chance. I mean, he had a chance because he had a lot of touches and he got a chance to get his shots. And he passed up a lot of shots to his credit sometime. And so I, I think he, he could have did more, but I also think he did he did well in his role. 